the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Hump day, hump day, hump day, Wednesday, we got through the day, and it was not as hot. Um, more importantly than the weather, Luca, what's this guy's name again? Higashioka, the catcher for the New York Yankees, just hit a two-run home run. He's not a home run hitter, so the bullpen, uh, the uh, dugout went crazy. The Yankees are playing a day game in Seattle. Um, where, let's see, it's six, It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon over there. I think they're in the sixth inning. They're showing the replay, so I can't see it. But, you know, as great as the Yankees have been this season, they definitely, definitely have not been doing well the last couple of uh, weeks. What inning is it? Seventh. Ooh, top of the seventh. 2-1 Yanks. All right, that's good news. Um, the weather is good news. It's Wednesday, so Luca here is here. That's great news. He's all dressed up because... We'll probably go somewhere good to eat tonight. Um, and I said to him, no, you know, no, no junk food. Oh, there's his tune. Tumble and dice. Luca in the house. When the Stones played it at um, in Paris, I took a video of it. I was just screaming over the video, Luca, Luca. And Luca, I looked back to their concert in 1982, which was one of their big tours. And even in 1982, they were playing Tumble and Dice. 40 years apart, Tumbling Dice is, is one of their mainstays. Um, so how do you follow up a show that had Megyn Kelly, uh, who was, I mean, I just, all I will tell you is we got many, many accolades over text, voicemail, email, every kind of mail you could imagine. And um, it, uh, uh, it, was, it was a thrill. So how do you follow up with that? Well, I have Judge Kamins, who's going to come in. And he's going to talk about um, a little search and seizure issues because that's what took place in Mar-a-Lago. And also maybe a little bit more about what President Trump did today. We're going to talk to Professor Alan Dershowitz as well about what took place. Because let's face it, folks, it is not a um, a normal day when a former, vet, former president uh, has their home raided. Uh, and, um, and then hopefully we're going to talk to Frank Setio, who... Um, is uh you know he's the chairman emeritus of the um uh it's Brooklyn Democratic uh party which has a lot of power especially about appointing judges that the exact system has been critiqued and um it was there was an editorial I think in the daily news but um we're going to um talk to Frank Setio, God willing about that and and 
what the system is and, and how it works and whether it's legal or illegal. I believe uh, there was a case that went up to the United States Supreme Court about the method that they use that said that it was uh, it was constitutional. Um, <clears throat> I just want to do a little follow-up um, because you guys remember I was on a high yesterday because we got a great result for our client and now friend, or he's been a friend for a while now, Tasso. Um, and uh, I just want to let you know, last night he called me, his wife called, they got on the phone and how happy they were. And then this morning, early this morning, I got a text from him um, about it's the first good night's sleep he's had in, in months. And it's the first day, the, the, the first, what do you say, the beginning of his new life. And um, it, it just makes you feel really good to help someone who, <clears throat> who needed some help. Whoa, Luca, look what just happened. Aaron Judge, home run for the New York Yankees. Now 3-1. That is his, let's see, he hit 45 home runs uh, so far this season. So he's trying to, um, I don't know, set some sort of a Yankee record. So I, our next guest is a guest who, who loves the New York Yankees. Um, and because, you know, he's been spent so much time in Massachusetts, I believe professor Alan Dershowitz is on the line. Is that correct? Yeah. You got to rub it in with Aaron judge. Come on. He's the greatest hitter today in baseball. I wish he were playing for the Red Sox. Um, but the Yankees have him, and you should be very proud of him. You know, the difference between me and a lot of other people, I was a fervent Yankee fan, but whenever I went a fervent Red Sox fan, but whenever I went to a Yankee Red Sox game, when the great Yankees got up to bat, uh, I would always stand up and cheer them. I love a great baseball player. I don't care what team he's on. Unlike what's going on in politics today, whereas if you're not on the right side, if you do anything to support uh, former President Trump's constitutional rights, you must be a traitor and no one will talk to you anymore. So, uh, you know, congratulations to Judge. Do you, do, you know, judge. do you know anything about that, about representing President Trump and you must be a traitor and no one will talk to you anymore? You know anything about that, uh, Alan Dershowitz? A little bit about that. Congratulations, by the way, on your uh, result the other day. That's uh, oh, great, as you said. Let me tell you something, There's Alan. That, better than helping yeah, somebody. Yeah, that, that, that feeling... Uh, you know, obviously, you know how a federal sentencing takes place. You know, people in the state court, when you cut the deal, you know what the sentence is going to be. In the federal court, you just know what a range is going to be, but you don't know exactly what the sentence is going to be until the words come out of the judge's mouth. And, uh, Alan, I mentioned this on the radio yesterday. The judge, when he was on the bench, made clear that he was sentencing, and this was midway through my presentation. He made clear he was sending my client to jail. And I really did think of you and my father because the quality that you guys have is uh, how tenacious you are, is uh, the fact that, uh, you know, you never said no and um, yeah. uh, you, you never accepted no, I guess is the better way to put it. You well, always kept you fighting and fighting and I kept fighting. And then and Dersh, he took a break. The judge took a break and said, uh you know, and he said it. He said it on the record, and I, you know what this does to your ego because we lose a lot of the times. He said, "You know, Mister yeah. Idala, you know, your arguments changed my mind, and I'm going to take yeah, a risk, no, and I'm going to give him probation, and I'm in and, and time served." And like, oh, he started crying hysterically, and the mother's crying, the father's crying, the wife. It was, mm -hmm. and that feeling is, I, I imagine it, what a doctor must feel like when when he or she delivers 
good news that, you know, you know, we saved you. No, you're absolutely right. I have a wonderful story about that. Uh, I sat next to Justice Alito when I went to the Supreme Court to celebrate the 50th anniversary of being a law clerk there. And Alito told me that he had become a criminal lawyer, prosecutor in his case, because of me, because he was a law clerk. And I was in a case and the judge had denied bail. And I chased judges all over the courthouse. I wouldn't accept it. And I got him bail on July 3rd, about 7 o'clock at night, just before July 4th. And Justice Alito said he really saw in that how a criminal lawyer can, can change people's lives. And my client never spent a day in jail. I got him acquitted on the field. So, um, you know, we share that experience. And we share well, how about the fact that we got the, the, how about the, fact that we got the, the late uh, Baruch Lebowitz out uh, the night before yeah. Passover? Or the night of Passover. Yeah. Look, um, there's a lot to be proud of in the defense of criminal law, but most people don't appreciate that. They think everybody's guilty, and they think a criminal lawyer uh, is just doing it for the money. I do half my cases pro bono. I've done it all my life that way. And, you know, uh, I write about this in my new book, The Price of Principle, how I've been attacked, my wife has been attacked, because we stick to principles and we do the right thing. And people either don't understand it or pretend not to understand it. So, you know, congratulations. I hope people will read my book, The Price of Principle. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you what, uh, I will tell you what Louis R. Idala's review of your book, The Price of Principle, I believe he read it in a day, um, was he said it should be mandatory reading for, he said, I, you know, I'm not an educator, but either a senior in high school or first year in college, that every student should have to read that book uh, about so you know standing up for what you be believe surprised. in. Don't be surprised that your mother called me about a half an hour ago to tell me what your father had said about my book. So what <laughs> you tell me is not a surprise at all. Uh, Mrs. Adela called me and said, uh, uh, let me tell you what my husband says, and when my husband says it, it's worth a compliment more than anybody else in the world. I have to tell you, your mother is, I wish your mother and my mother had met. They are the same people. They are the same people. You know, my mother used to listen to radio talk shows that I was on, and she would call in and say, how dare you say that about my son? My son's a good boy. And, uh, <laughs> well, one, one of many reasons why I haven't taken up anyone on their offer to run for public office is that you know when the media destroys you? It would really destroy my mother. It would really destroy my mother. You know that New York Times piece that came out. I was so worried yeah. that there was going to be something yeah, no, bad in there because that would be the only I thing my mother would focus good. on. Uh, that'd be good. Let me tell you though, I'm going to fight your mother on this. I want you to be the next mayor of New York. I want you to be in public life. Uh, you owe the people of this city. Uh, your talent, and you've given it to them in many directions, but I think holding public office uh, would be a great contribution to the city. It wouldn't be easy for you, but it would be a great but, contribution but to the it, city. It, you just, you, I, obviously, I'm flattered and I appreciate that, but Alan, you just get so ripped down. You know, I went ripped apart. Oh, when I had I when I had the mayor, Eric Adams, on the show, and we talked about how he's getting ripped down, he's like, Look, I just got elected. I am now the pilot of the plane. And when you have half the passengers rooting that you crash the plane, he goes, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And it was an an interesting analogy. But talking about pilots of planes and the leaders, 
Um, I, I'm going to put on Judge Cummins shortly to talk about the, the legality of it all. But let's talk about the politics of what took place in Mar- Mar-a-Lago uh, yesterday. No, it was just terrible. It was just terrible. You and I know that in situations like this, you issue a subpoena. Unless you think that there's evidence. And he was a thousand miles away, and the evidence was in boxes in the basement. It was a pretext that was designed to, A, get around the Fifth Amendment, and B, get around the Fourth Amendment, uh, that, you know, restricts what you can get. And so uh, they shouldn't have done it. And Garland, who I know and like and supported when he was nominated to the Supreme Court, he owes the American public an explanation. He owes the American public an explanation for why they treat Trump so differently than they treated Hillary Clinton and then they treated uh, Sandy Berger. Um, both of them had mishandled classified information. There were no search warrants. There were no, uh, you know, criminal investigations. The burger paid a fine. You know, Hillary Clinton may have lost the election as a result of what uh, what Comey said, but that wasn't illegal. That was a political thing. So I think in the court of public opinion, this thing has backfired. And I suspect that's why uh, Garland doesn't want to speak about it. I don't think he has the right answers. I don't think he's going to give a good explanation for why you Go into a president's house with a warrant, stay there nine hours, kick the lawyers out, kick the lawyers out. Yeah, that part. Every search should be videotaped, should be attended by lawyers, should be supervised. Who is guarding the guardians, as the Romans asked a long time ago? Yeah, I mean, I will tell you this. When uh, when they did the same to Rudy Giuliani, uh, he called me. I think it was 640 or 645 in the morning. But you know, he yeah. just sat. He just sat there. I mean, he lives in a small apartment, not a hundred and twenty-eight room house. That's Mar-a-Lago. But he he observed himself. You know what what they were doing. He volunteered, turned over his devices. Uh, I I've never heard or seen uh, people getting you know th- throwing thrown out. Lawyers getting thrown out just to observe things. So I um. It's. I think it's kind of a sad day. Uh, but but let me let me flip the coin for a second. What if so? Someone went to a federal judge to get them to sign off on this. What if what they said was, "Look, I know that Trump took with him uh, documents that show the locations of our nuclear submarines, the location of our nuclear warheads, that the, the, the way we come up with the the codes for the like stuff that's really." Super duper classified, and they've asked Trump to give it back, and he said no. Is that a reason to go in and, and raid the house and say, "Look, we need these documents. They can't just be sitting in a closet in Mar-a-Lago." Yeah, that would be a reason if you had that basis for knowing that that uh, there were these top top secrets. Well, first of all, the president has the power to declassify anything, and no questions can be asked. You can't second guess it. So when he was president, he could declassify the codes. He wouldn't do it, but he had the power to do it. In that respect, his case is different than Hillary Clinton's and and uh, Berger's. They didn't have the power to, to declassify. And so what should have happened here is they should have gotten a subpoena, and the lawyer should have presented the 12 boxes to the judge and said they're sealed. You get to read them. You get to divide them into categories, things that were never classified, things that were classified but are declassified. And things that may have privileged information, executive privilege, lawyer, client privilege, Fifth Amendment privilege, any of those things. And then we'll see which documents the Justice Department gets and which they don't. Instead of sweeping everything away, grabbing everything, as you know, the Plain View Doctrine today allows you to go way beyond what's, what's in the search warrant. 
um, and and to see anything that is in plain view. And if you search broadly enough, everything's in plain view. And well, so they I went into Melania's closet. They went and they yeah. started checking out her dresses. Yeah, and you know that's why you have to see the warrant. You have to see the um, the application, the affidavit. Now, one thing that I think nobody has mentioned before, and you know this, the affidavit is kept secret on the theory that it's designed, the secrecy is designed to protect the person who's been searched. But if President Trump were to announce that he gives up, waives any privacy privilege, and he wants the affidavit to be made public, or at least given to his lawyers, I think he'd have a better chance of getting it. And that would be interesting. If I were his lawyers, I would have done two things differently. One, I would waive the application and say, I want to see the, I want to see the affidavit. Second, I would not have taken the Fifth Amendment today in front of uh, the grand jury uh, set up by the New York Attorney General. Number one, it's so easy to get around taking the Fifth. All I have to do is give him, you know, use immunity, and then I'll have to talk. Second, he's already testified extensively. And, uh, and third, it just doesn't – I mean, I, in my 60 years almost of practice, I've never had a client take the Fifth Amendment. Never had it. Uh, maybe it's because I grew up during McCarthyism and people were called Fifth Amendment communists or Fifth Amendment criminals. I've always figured out ways around getting the Fifth Amendment. But um, he invoked it today, and I think he'll get you know use immunity, and they're going to bring him back and say, now you have to testify. And now, just explain to the listeners, Alan, what does that mean? He'll get use and immunity, and then I'll have to testify. They're going to tell him, "Look, you claim the Fifth Amendment, and now we're going to tell you that whatever you tell us can't be used against you in court. So now you have no Fifth Amendment anymore. You have to tell us." And of course, since this is all political, uh, it really doesn't matter what can be used against him in court because they weren't going to go after him in any event. In court, I believe, it's all about the court of public opinion. So I don't think pleading a fifth is going to help unless somehow uh, there's some curlicue of law that I'm not aware of that they can't get uh, use immunity on this kind of a proceeding. If so, that would be a different situation. Okay. Well, Alan, we got 60 seconds left. Um, tell us what you're doing. You're in the vineyard? You're at the general store? What are you doing? You're on the porch? <laughs> well, I, I can tell you I, I'm on the, um, on, the, on the way to an event sponsored by Chabad uh, on Martha's Vineyard, which we've just established. In fact, somebody is telling us where to park. And um, just tell you a typical vineyard story. So uh, the other day we were invited to an engagement uh, party of a friend. And yesterday we got an email saying we have to cancel you because too many people have called us and said that if Dershowitz is allowed to come to this engagement party, uh, we're not going to come. We're going to boycott it. And that's what's been happening. I can't speak at the library. I can't speak at the Hebrew Center. Forget about the social stuff. I can do without parties. But the idea of not being able to speak at a public library paid for by taxpayer money just because I defended President Trump. There may be a lawsuit about that. Disgusting. Disgusting. No. Alan Dershowitz, no. you can speak here anytime you want, five days a week. You, you can host the whole show, whatever I, you want to do. I want to go into your Sinatra room and do a little singing. All right. Thank you so much, Professor Alan Dershowitz. We'll talk to you yeah. real soon. All right, folks, stay tuned. We're going to come back with Judge Barry Cammons. He's going to talk about the legality of what took place in Mar-a-Lago and taking the fifth today. So... Before we're going to do all of that stuff, we're going to talk about other lawyers, not 
Idala Bertuna and Cammons, but we're going to talk about Connors and Sullivan. Yes, I know you guys look forward to this every day. Me reminding you what you need to do. As a uh, a guest on Kevin McCullough's show, I used to talk about uh, Esquire etiquette, and I always used to say, be prepared. Well, it's not only being prepared for when you're not here, when you're dead, but also being prepared if you're sick. You know, when you're healthy, you don't think you need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. You think, oh, I'll worry about that when I'm older. Or I'll worry about that if I can become sick. It, it's not. It's not the way it works. Uh, you need to. You should just get it out of the way now. Don't procrastinate. The fact is, if something happens to you, you may not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. You don't want the state or or someone else making decisions for you about your health or about your finances. So create a power of attorney and healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. And that's why you go to Connors and Sullivan because they really know their stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They'll help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, just call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Game of Thrones action. Little Game of Thrones. Speaking of games, Yanks now are down 4-3. to three. Oh, Luke, I don't know what the story is here. The pitching is just not doing well. I, uh, it took me a, a year and a half to watch the, I believe it's 84 episodes of Game of Thrones. For anyone who has not uh, done that, it's timeless. In other words, it takes place hundreds of years ago, so it's nothing, it's not a current events show. Um, it's worth it. I mean, it's, it's definitely worth it. it is, I can't, cannot tell you that there was one episode even that did not hold my uh, attention. Uh, there were often times when I watched the two shows back to back because they were that good speaking of holding your attention and great things 
We have my uh, my law partner, my uh, my dear friend, and uh, I, I guess people call him a scholar. I mean, I just know him as a joke teller, but uh, <laughs> he's allegedly a scholar, allegedly. Uh, the Honorable Barry Kemmons, who uh, has written the book, literally, on search and seizure. Uh, and um, he's going to talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. I mean, it's a big deal to go into a... Uh, to go into anyone's house and just rip apart their home and, and violate every ounce of privacy that is afforded to us, um, it, it should there should be a very high bar before law enforcement can do that. So, Judge Kamins, is there a high bar before law enforcement can come into your house? Well, there certainly is. And the decision to do this, I guess, was probably made at the highest level uh, by the Attorney General, Mr. Garland. And I would think that, you know, normally when a prosecutor wants records, they normally subpoena those records, and in this case, apparently the, there was a, a great deal of deliberation and with the uh, Trump team and for a number of months asking for these records, and it's my understanding from reading that they couldn't get these records, so a decision was made apparently by Mr. Garland that the only way they were going to get these records that they wanted was by a search warrant. Now, that doesn't mean that they just walk in to... Uh, anyone's house, including the former president, and say, give us the records, they had to go before a federal judge who, after reading an affidavit, which we have not yet seen, uh, decides that there was something called probable cause. In other words, reason to believe that a crime has been committed, that's right, a crime, and that there is evidence of that crime in the premises, and in this case, that is Mar-a-Lago. Without that information before the federal judge, he cannot sign the warrant. So the judge was satisfied that that bar was met. Uh, and at that point, they went in. Now, the word raid has been used by a number of people, including my esteemed partner. It's sort of a pejorative term, uh, sort of a giving a very negative connotation. But the uh, execution of a warrant can be traumatic, no question about it. But it is lawful under the Fourth Amendment if there is probable cause. Now, that warrant can be attacked later on by Mr. Trump and others. Uh, but right now, the uh, the FBI who uh, executed the warrant had the right to go in there and take uh, boxes of documents, which apparently under the affidavit contained evidence of some crime. Now, what, what was the crime? Well, I suppose uh, under the federal law, the handling of uh, classified material uh, and classified documents and not turning them over is a crime, or under there is a certain... Uh, presidential records act in which presidents are required to preserve records so by violating either of, either of those crimes that constituted probable cause and allowed the agents to go in as i said it's traumatic and it's never happened before to a former president but no one is above the law and if the warrant is valid that former president has to allow those agents to come in. Now, I agree with Professor Dershowitz that they should not have uh, thrown out the, uh, apparently they threw out the lawyers. I never heard of that. Uh, that was very bad for, for the FBI to do that. I don't but. know. I don't know if the law, I mean, obviously the lawyers weren't there at the time. I think uh, they, they showed up. Oh, thereafter, yeah. and they were yeah. not allowed to. Yeah. to I go mean, that in. does not invalidate the warrant. I think I just think it looks very. It's a bad look for the, the federal, FBI. Right. For the why? Why don't they want other members of the legal right. community watching what they're doing? It makes it seem like they're doing something somewhat nefarious. Exactly. Something that they want to hide. I mean, as I said, when our client this happened to Rudy Giuliani. He sat right there. They didn't tell him to leave the house. Right. He sat right there. They looked at, you know, what, and he, he was volunteering. He was turning over, where's your iPhone? Where's your iPad? Now, just to give folks some insight, 
it, the, the New York Times has now reported that it looks like uh, nothing's going to happen with Mr. Giuliani's case. So there was evidence that was presented to a f- federal judge that showed that there was a, a probable cause to execute the warrant. And then after they went through everything, the, the, thank God there's nothing there and, and there's nothing to worry about. So the same thing could happen here, correct? That's exactly right. They could go through these boxes, not find any confidential documents that violate any of the federal laws, and that would be the end of it. Although, as Professor Dershowitz said earlier in the program, uh, they did have the right when they went in, and they were there, I think, for eight, nine, ten hours, uh, to look around the apartment, and if anything was in plain view, which allows... Was it wasn't the apartment. This was a 128-room Mar-a-Lago estate. I'm a New Yorker, so I talk about apartments. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, that's the only thing that could justify nine hours in the place. Yeah, it's all I right, guess, there's 128 uh, rooms. Yeah, I, it uh, might take me nine hours to go through a right. <laughs> number of rooms. But, um, How many bathrooms do you think... Uh, uh, let me get back to you on that. That's, right, that's, okay. a, that's a tough one. Uh, that doesn't come under the Fourth Amendment. But um, if they find something in plain view as they're looking for these documents, they are allowed to seize it. And that is is an established uh, doctrine under the Fourth Amendment, that you can seize something in plain view, anything that is apparently incriminating by just looking at it. Now, some could say, well, could they seize documents or evidence relating to the January 6th event uh, in Washington? Yes, the answer is yes. If they saw something in plain view that was incriminating, but it might it's difficult for me to imagine what could be apparently incriminating uh, as to January 6th. But in any event, uh, that's the nature of what happened uh, at Mar-a-Lago. Well, and today he took the fifth a bunch of times. Yes. Now, uh, I don't think this, uh, Professor Dershowitz mentioned this was a grand jury. My understanding is this was a, deposi- a civil yeah, deposition. It was a deposition. And, and uh, apparently uh, the, the, the former president who's said many times, if you're innocent, why are you taking the fifth? Apparently he answered that question today by taking the fifth, which allows him not to incriminate himself. Um, but he, in his statement, I believe he said that this was a witch hunt and that uh, he was not going to answer any questions. Well, there is no witch hunt exception to answering questions. You're not allowed to uh, refuse to answer questions because you believe the person asking the question is politically motivated, even if that may be true. Uh, The only reason you're allowed not to answer is because it may incriminate you. Now, it may hurt him eventually in the civil case because... As I understand it, jurors are allowed to draw a negative inference from taking the fifth, but certainly it does not hurt you in the criminal case. If there is a criminal case down the road, this will not hurt him, and that's the purpose of the Fifth Amendment, so that you do not give evidence against yourself. Well, if anybody needed to take a continuing legal education course and get some credits, you just got it here on the Idola Power Hour from the Judge Barry Kamins, who is my partner and is a great asset to the planet Earth. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about um, Rhino Shield, and then we're going to come back with Frank Setio. I hope if we can get him on the phone and talk about how judges are made. So it's a big legal show here on Wednesday on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. So don't go away. This is America. Don't got you slipping up. Look how I'm living up. Police be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. <clears throat> this is America. And you know what we have a lot of in America? Homes. We're blessed to have homes and private homes and homes that need to be painted. Yes, but not painted. You don't want to just paint it. You don't want to get a a can and a brush. No. You want to get a sprayer 
for first you want to you want to take all the old paint, all the old residue as much as possible, any chipping, flaking, peeling, mold, mildew, whatever. You want to get that off of the house. And sometimes you use big brushes and 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 scrapers, and other times you use something as small as a toothbrush. And you want to have a nice clean uh, outside of your home, nice and clean, nice and, and prepared to be sprayed on with Rhino Shield. Yes, Rhino Shield, the ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your home and looks just like paint, but it is 10 times thicker than paint. And it comes with a 25 year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. 25 years, folks. Rhino Shield is going to increase the value of your home. It's going to keep the the air conditioning in in the summer. It's going to keep the heat in in the winter. And now Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by August the 31st. So call today and lock in your 20% discount. Call Susan at 877 877- 7446608 that's 8777446608 or go to runshieldofnewyork.com and tell Susan that Arthur sent you Hi, Kevin McCullough, Wellness and Medical Night tonight. Dr. Mark Siegel will be with us. We will talk about a very disturbing breakout in portion of New York. We'll also hear from Jane Ann Benira, fitness guru on a part of our fitness that we've been ignoring. Plus, doctors have advice on what your kids need going back to school tonight at 7. Okay, girls, ready to go? Yeah! Mom, I'm hungry. Can I have a snack? Me too, Mommy. You want a snack? Yeah! Got it? Children learn from our behaviors. Mommy, can you open this, All right, hold on one second. Okay. Okay, here. Thank you. They learn what is okay from the adults they see. Mommy, are you on your phone? If you're a distracted driver, (laughs) chances are... They will be too. What kind of driver are you raising? Funded by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. No sleep till! We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, when you talk in Brooklyn... There's a couple of things you have to mention. Coney Island, Michaels of Brooklyn, L.M.B. Spumoni Gardens, now the Brooklyn Nets, and Frank Sedio. That's right. Those are all the important Brooklyn landmarks. If you go on the top ten things to do in Brooklyn, one of them is to talk to Frank Sedio. And here at the AAPH, Authorized Dollar Power Hour, you get to hear from Frank Sedio on a very regular basis, which is our privilege. 
And boy, I think I saw Frank Sedio in the news today, some viral Twitter video. It wasn't about his pasta con lasarde or all the other wonderful meals he makes for us uh, at his home office. It was it had something to do with making judges. So here to clarify the record and make sure that you guys know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, the Honorable All Rise, Frank Sedio. Arthur, how are you tonight? It's such good, so good to hear your voice once again. Uh, Oh, I'm I'm doing great. It was great seeing you Saturday night at the priest house, and you and your gorgeous wife, who I think gets better looking as uh, every time I see her. Looked like you were having a great time, but you you had an interesting a uh, little a little incident the other day. Why don't you just clear that up for us so that everybody knows sure. uh, what what the accurate story is? Sure. First of all, when am I not interested? But just so you know, by a way of scheduling things, every every year at this time. We, uh, the Democratic leaders in Brooklyn, as well as the leaders in Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, and Manhattan, get together in their respective counties, and we hold a meeting to discuss our nominations for the position of New York State Supreme Court judge. In Kings County this year, we had 12 positions, two of which were, re- were um, parties who were running for re-election, and the other 10 as brand-new Supreme Court judges. You can imagine what a juggling act that must have been just to find 10 good people when you got 30 good people who want the job. Well, in any event, one of the uh, leaders uh, who I shall not name uh, decided at the end of the meeting to come over and and approach me and challenge me and uh, basically indicate that I was lying to him when I told him about a candidate that he was supporting. If there's one thing you can't do to me is challenge my integrity or anything like that and that's what he did and that I know the word the sicilian i know it. the word sicilian was used a lot now, now could you explain that part of things especially well, to my parents who are listening well as you know and as most sicilians feel our honor is the most important thing that we have we have two things that we protect our honor and our families and this gentleman once again for the second time challenged my honor so i gave him a few words of advice Probably more loudly than would have been good, but it's okay. I'm not afraid to be, when I'm right, to be uh, be able to make, be vocal about it as best I can. And that's what I did. I well, blasted the hell out of him. So. Well, Frank, and just you know to what? let you know. I felt yeah. real good. <laughs> well, just to let you know, I would cut from the same cloth. Um, you, you know, the Colombian lawyers, uh, no, the Brooklyn Bar Association, we had that association. We had that event not that long ago, a couple of months ago at El Carib yeah. when Avery yeah. was there. Well, as I'm uh, coming out of the men's room, uh, an elected official who shall rename, r- remain nameless, I, you know, I say a pleasant hello, and that individual starts coming at me, starts coming at me about about a case, and luckily Judge Cammons is there, so he's a witness as to what's taking place, and I'm I'm getting attacked, and then which I was handling until that individual spoke about my ethics. You better check your ethics, and Frank, I, you know me a long time. My yeah. secretary here can tell you in, in the 23 years, maybe she's heard me raise my voice four or five times. I started screaming at this person, don't you dare compromise my integrity. I said, you want, you want, uh, you, you want people who, who will vouch for my integrity? Talk to Bob Morgenthau. Talk to, to Justice Scalia. Now, of course, I mentioned two people who were dead <laughs> without realizing it. But, I mean, I, I, it really it pushed a button in me. And that's the same button that it would push if someone said something about my family. So I understand where you're, where you are coming from. Um, there was an editorial, I think, in the Daily News about the process of selecting judges in Brooklyn, 
which I, at the very least I know is different than the process in Manhattan. Um, and it alluded to a, a United States Supreme Court case. Could you educate us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, number one, the Daily News is full of crap. I use okay. other words, but we're on the radio. Okay. And, you know, it's nice. Let's see. On the same time, the Queen, every all of the counties that we have in New York City have the same kind of meetings, including the very liberal, very progressive Manhattan. All the same system. We hold the meeting of the district leaders to make recommendations, and we then go to the general membership who are called judicial delegates to make the vote. And listen, the judicial delegates from my district are from my political club. I'm going to presume that if I pick judicial delegates in my committee, that they're going to probably listen to my advice on who to vote for. And that's what happens with the district leaders. Of course, they always got a problem. The, 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 the Daily News, if, they, there's, if, if someone in Brooklyn farts, they have to oh, it's the smell of America. So, you know, it's always that way with the Daily News and the Brooklyn political party. So now that I ranted about that, fact that there was a case, very frankly, a United States Supreme Court case, which was called, uh, was brought by uh, Judge Torres, Lopez Torres at a time, that challenged the system and how the way the state of New York selects its Supreme Court judges. Unlike a regular election in, for nominations in a primary, the judges are selected through this body that we call judicial delegates who are elected at in November or at the June primaries or when it was September, September primaries. So these are elected people who were charged with the one responsibility of meeting that year to select the candidates for Supreme Court by the Democratic Party. In New York City, except for Staten Island, by the way, uh, in New York City, the four, four counties getting, if you get the nomination for a Supreme Court judge in the four counties of the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, and Kings County. Uh, I'm sorry, I out the Bronx. I said the Bronx. But the four counties, it's tantamount to election because Democrats right. win everything. You know, the only way you don't win is, lose, is by dying. But right. in, <laughs> in Staten Island, ironically, because about a, a few years ago, they decided to break apart. They were part of Brooklyn. They decided to break apart and be their own entity. We there actually have that we have. Uh, November elections uh, against Republicans for the uh, nomination of Supreme Court. And quite frankly, right now we have six Republican Supreme Court justices who've been elected in Staten Island in the last few years, which is more than Nassau County has. Wow. I mean, the only two-party system we have in the city is that. And, Frank, talk to me real quick about what's going on with all these congressional races, uh, especially the one that's Before I do that, I left one thing out. You asked about – I apologize. You asked about what the Supreme Court case was about. That Judge Lopez Torres at the time challenged the system we used and said it should be a general election or a, a primary election. That went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and she lost. And the Supreme Court of the United States ruled at that time, which was a liberal court, at the time they made the decision, right. uh, that uh, the process that has been historically a part of the New York State election system was correct, was acceptable, and we had no and and there was no need for an alternative. That's why we still do this process today the same way. Okay, and and as as you said, the, the Daily News is uh, what it is. But I will say it: they have a thing for Brooklyn. 
They they used to beat Absolutely. the heck out of uh, they used to beat the heck out of Joe Hines. Uh, they were beating up on Eric Adams when he was the borough president. Yeah. Uh, they do have a thing a, a thing for Brooklyn. We got about two minutes left. Yeah. What what is the status of the congressional race? The one that's well, the uh, half race, in Brooklyn course, and you know, right that that's the tenth congressional district. It's been going back and forth. I think that uh, Carlina has the best shot at this uh, right now. Um, my hope is that uh, Mondaire, uh, whatever his name is, doesn't win. Because I don't enjoy the fact that this is a man who had to travel down from Westchester and be God's gift to Brooklyn and run for the Congress. But it looks like it's a pretty close race. I think that it can go many, many ways. There's a way I believe the New York Times endorsement is probably going to be a big factor in this election. And we'll have to wait and see what that's going to be next week because... Uh, there's, it's, you know, 50 or 14 candidates in the race and it's a plurality. So somebody could technically get 20% and win the election, at least the primary. And that would be tantamount to election in November. And, and Bill de Blasio's name will be on the ballot, correct? I believe it's on, even though he dropped out of the race because he decided to not run after the primary. Right. Okay. So, So, and, and finally, Nadler, Maloney. Yeah, I, I, I got to correct that. He couldn't resign or get his name off the ballot at the time he resigned. Right. It was already too late. I got you. So that's why he'll be on the primary ballot. Nad, Nadler or Maloney? A loss, a loss of a giant. One of them's going to lose, in my mind. Uh, I, I think that both are. Not in your mind. One of them's got to lose. It's, one of them's well, got to no lose. No question about it. But I was going to say, in my mind, I think Jerry Nadler uh, is, is going to win that race. I think it's it's going back and forth, but Jerry's a pretty sharp guy. He's been around a long time. He's done a wonderful job in in the United States Congress, and it'll be uh, it's my belief he'll be winning. But losing Carolyn Maloney would also be a loss for the state. These are two right. giants who held major positions in the, in Congress, and one of them's not going to be there, which means that position of power they held is no longer going to belong to New York. Frank Sedio, thank you for finding the time. I know you were really, really busy today, and you squeezed us in. So you're the best, Uncle Frank. I'm, I'm sitting here with Luca. He sends you his warm regards. Hi, Luca. How you doing? All right? You having fun doing this with your dad? He's having Maybe fun sitting right next to me. One of these days, you got to do the whole show. We've got to listen to you. <laughs> All right, Frank. You're the best. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you, man. Folks, Good we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I 
personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Talking to me? Yeah, I said Sam Bellino, play the role of the DJ here. I said, tell the people what song this is and who's playing it. Oh, that was the Goo Goo Dolls with Slide. From like 90, what, four? I'd say 94, 95, yeah. Not right, there. Pretty good. You know, it's amazing because I hear these songs and it's, they're just like periods of my life. So Sorry, I, I didn't like, hear you at first. It's, hey, bro, those Philly cheesecakes from, from, <laughs> from Monday must still be sitting heavy in your belly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like. Um, I'm like, when, when is that song? I'm like, oh, so I think it was the, the beginning of the DA's office. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. It was a lot of law. It was a lot of law. Sam Bellino, you got any birthdays for me? Seattle's I do. Still I, winning. I, I, Seattle's still winning 4-3. It's the top of the ninth. Um, the Yanks are up with no outs. And the guy who hit the home run, what's his name, Luca? Higashioka. just looks like he popped up. Is he going to be out of play? It is in play, son of a gun. 
One out. Yanks got two outs. Go. Go ahead, Sam Bellino. Whose birthday is it? Rosanna today? Arquette is. Uh, uh, how old would you think she is? Well, uh, I know she was in Pulp Fiction twenty some odd years ago, so I'm going to say she's got to be close to the sixty mark. Sixty three. Okay. There you go. I got one more for you, Antonio Banderas. Okay. Oh, the Yankees just lost. Okay. Go ahead, Antonio <laughs> Banderas. Oh, he's got to be close to seventy. No. Sixty two. Oh, he's younger. Okay, I'm wrong. All right, and on the young side, Kylie Jenner is, uh, how old would you say? I have, I have no idea about that whole crew. 25. Oh, she's that young. Yes. But what's her name? Is 41, right? Kardashian, Kim? Kim Kardashian? Yeah, I believe she's in her 40s, early 40s. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. And uh, Olivia Newton-John is gone, bro. I mean, you know, that was that, that's a big one. Yeah, we all oh, know Jones boy. singing, bro. We're oh, in trouble. No. We're in trouble. So, um, I, I just, yeah, yeah, we're all in the same boat, Sam Bellino. Although, although she's, uh, she's, she's been working really hard, Joni, so I can't complain too much. And her parents, her dad sends me a nice email every night telling me, uh, uh, giving me a little update on the show and what his thoughts were, which is very helpful. Um, I want to give a shout out to Michael's of Brooklyn, the restaurant where my parents went last night. With Diana and Paolo, they're good friends or are good friends for a very long time. They, I don't know, my mother said that if we were royalty, they could not have treated us better. Um, so, and I know Michaels of Brooklyn is part of the uh, AM 970 family. And I spoke to Mike Esposito from um, Mitsubishi in Freehold. And um, he said that Mitsubishi has promised him uh, about 40 new vehicles, four zero. Uh, that'll be coming in very shortly, probably right right before or right after Labor Day. So if, um, you know, August people, oh, I'm not going to go buy a car. I'll deal with what I have. But once you get into that car mode, I'm telling you, go check out the Mitsubishi products. I was driving in on Monday, and I see this big, beautiful red vehicle. I'm like, that thing is gorgeous. What is that? And I drive up next to it, and it's the Mitsubishi, the big Mitsubishi truck. I mean, it's not that big, but for Mitsubishi, it's big. All right, this was a law show. Dershowitz, Cammons, Setio, Judges, Search and Seizure, taking the fifth. I hope you all learned something. I certainly did. I think Joan's going to be here tomorrow. So have a great weekend. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.